Kendi. Rockstars. Prepare for a treat, let's meet and greet some bands and singers that are super sweet, making music that's fun for boys and girls, help them learn about this great big world, fun for the family, yes it's true, your kids will love it and you will too, clap and dance and sing aloud, become a part of the kindy crowd, these songs will make you move your feet and give your ears a great big treat, so settle in, grab your guitars, and let's get to know our kindy rock stars. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Kindy Rock Stars. I am really happy to have as my guest tonight, Stacey Peasley. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So we're going to do an uh, interesting episode tonight. We're going to have a couple of song features plus a music video feature. But before we get into all of that, Stacey, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and how you get into making kindy music. Sure. So my name is Stacy Peasley. I live in Natick, Massachusetts, which is right outside of Boston. And I'm originally a New Yorker, and that's where I started my singing career. So I've been singing in bands and performing since I'm about 18 years old, um, mostly adult music, bars, clubs, weddings, the whole, the whole scene. And then um, love performing. And after I had my first child, <laughs> I realized that kind of um, schedule wasn't exactly conducive to parenting because it was a lot of late nights, even though it was a lot of fun. And I was actually a teacher by day, a middle school teacher. So I was kind of teaching by day and singing in bands at night. And then after I had my first daughter, I was still singing on the weekends and at night for a little while. And then I kind of put that part of my career to rest to to. Um, raise my daughter and then just as as I was raising her as a parent I just started singing little making up little songs singing little songs about you know the bathtub and all the things that you do as a parent eating feeding sleeping all of that stuff that that is kind of takes over your life when you have a child and then decided oh, maybe I should actually write, you know, make these actually into real songs and started to dabble in that. And right around that time, at that point, my daughter was like a toddler and Lori Berkner was on TV. And we watched a lot of Nick Jr. back then and a, a program called Noggin, a station called Noggin, which I don't believe is on anymore. And Lori Berkner was featured a lot. She did like little mini music videos in between shows. And I just loved her music so much. I honestly had never really heard anything like that. I really wasn't familiar with any kind of kids music at that point at all, besides the classics. And saw Lori on TV and heard her music and thought, wow, like I was kind of blown away. I was like, this is really amazing. And my daughter loved her songs. So that combined with bringing my daughter to library sing-alongs and seeing some live performances, I kind of combined seeing Lori Berkner and then going to live performances at libraries and things like that and thought, wow, maybe I could do this. Maybe this is something I could try. And 
started writing songs and kind of started playing birthday parties first. I had some friends in my new mom's group back then say like, hey, do you want to sing at my son's birthday party? And I didn't even play guitar back then. I was absolutely terrible. So I had a guitar player with me at all those early shows and birthday parties, which kind of led to like, oh, my son's school needs a music teacher. Would you want to come in? And it just kind of snowballed into this this really busy, unexpected career. And then I realized it was kind of tricky to have a guitar player who was available all the time when I needed him or her and to pay them. So my husband was like, why don't you learn how to play guitar? So I was like, okay. So I learned how to play guitar at the age of 35, the ripe old age of 35, which people always are very surprised about. Um, and now it's been about 12 years of classes and schools and five albums out for kids and concert venues and all kinds of great stuff. So it's it's really developed into an unexpected, very busy, fun, fulfilling career in kindy music. Wonderful. Yeah, very familiar with Noggin. I think your daughter and my daughter are probably, my oldest daughter, about the same age then because oh. uh, she grew up hearing those little... Lori Berkner snippets yes. in between shows. And yeah. um, that's fun. Okay. Well, yes. we're going to do kind of a song and video sandwich here. So we're going to start with a song. Uh, and the first song we will talk about here is Dinosaur. So cool. Tell us about this one. Thanks. So, so I always had a dinosaur song on my bucket list, you know, like every, um, Every child loves hearing dinosaur songs. And when I play a lot, the funny thing is the only dinosaur that I really song that I really play or knew how to play was We Are the Dinosaurs by Lori Berkner. And I never really padded my dinosaur repertoire. And I always thought, gosh, I should learn some new dinosaur songs because kids love love singing about that and pretending to be dinosaurs. So I had written a different dinosaur song, which I really liked. I never quite finished that one. I feel like with dinosaurs, there's like a lot of pressure to get it right <laughs> because it's such a really loved topic, you know, and I had this other song and I was like, okay, I really like it, but it's just not, I don't know about this one yet. And then I just like, this was like probably, that was pre-COVID. Now this is post-COVID. I was back in person with a lot of kids and this sort of melody just came to me and started just... I like doing a lot of movement songs. So the other dinosaur song was not a movement song. This one, I started saying, okay, what, what moves could we do that kids would love? We love to stomp like a dinosaur. We love to fly like a dinosaur, run like a fast dinosaur. But I didn't want it to be too cliche, like, you know, every other dinosaur song that was out there. So I tried to um, put my own sort of touch on it, and I got to test it out a lot, which is great, because when I play so often, I get to test my songs out for a long time often with the kids and I can find out like what works, what doesn't work. Is it too slow? Is it too fast? Do they like this move? Do they not like this move? So I played that one out for months and it was just like and it, with my live classes and audiences, it just became like this huge hit. And then parents started asking me, where's the dinosaur song? My kid, you know, he keeps singing it. They want to hear it. Where is it? And I hadn't even recorded it yet. So finally in September, I think I just released it. I finally got it done. I was like, I have to get this song out there so all the parents can listen with their kids. <laughs> all right. And yeah, and that, that's the story. So it's pretty new and it's, we have a lot of fun with it live too. So Awesome. Well, we're going to check out the audio here of the song Dinosaur. Here it is, Stacey Peasley.
Dinosaur. All right, let's talk about our music video. The song is called Feelings. So tell us a little bit about the song and about the video and the making of it and any shout outs to the the stars and anyone who helped. Oh, yeah. So um, Feelings is a very special song to me. Um, I wrote the hook of it, believe it or not, about 12 years ago. Um, My dad passed away very suddenly and I was scheduled to teach a music class that morning. And he lived in New York and I lived in Massachusetts. So there was really nothing for me to do. You know, like right away I had to, um, you know, get to New York as fast as I could. But I decided I was still going to teach my music class that day because I knew being with the kids was going to be make me feel good. And, and uh, I wanted to keep, you know, some happy, happy things for that morning and um, before, you know, heading to New York. And. So I kind of had this little hook in my head about that I was feeling sad and like, that's okay, I'll get through it, you know, that kind of sort of theme. And I've held on to that melody for a really long time and I never really quite knew what to do with it or with that song. And I decided, okay, it, maybe it could be a great song to bring comfort to other other people who are feeling sad and maybe even talk about some other emotions and that, that it's okay to feel that way. And, and since then the social emotional learning piece of of education has really, really grown and become very important. So I thought this would be a great song if I do it right, that parents can use, students can use, music therapists can use, um, librarians, anybody who works with kids, 
or or is a parent or grandparent to kind of um you know talk about emotions and feelings and validate them so that song became you know started to be recorded and I was excited about it. I finished it. I wrote, wrote, wrote every, all the parts of it. And then um, I started working with the One Little Finger Global Foundation. And they wanted to include that song on their album called Arise Together, promoting peace, um, inclusion, and diversity. They thought it was a great fit for, for the, the message of the album. So, of course, I was thrilled because it's such a great... Um, collaboration there's about 20 artists on there and also you know I was excited that I felt like more people would hear that song and maybe more people could be helped by that song or connect with that song so it is on that album the Arise Together album and which was just released last week I believe and um, I decided to make a video for it and we had such a blast I had about five singers child singers from my town sing on it. I recorded them myself in my basement, in my little studio here in my basement. And they did such a great job. So I had those five kids in my video. Actually, four of them were able to make it. One couldn't make the video. Um, but I had those kids in my video. And then the director's name was uh, Chris Kim. And we met and we, you know, the feelings in the song, which you'll see are like happy, sad, grumpy, brave, calm. And we thought, okay, how do we visually express these emotions and we came up with all these scenarios and all these ideas and all these props and had such a blast planning it and I had a whole bunch of different kids from my music classes and kids that I know join us and one of my daughter's friend's brother is deaf and I saw him he had posted a video of himself that I saw on Instagram and I said oh my goodness I wonder if William could sign through our song and I got in touch with his mom and they came down and you'll see in the video he signs he does American Sign Language in this video which is just incredible and so many people have commented and talked to me about that that they really love that part of it and the whole thing just came together so well the kids did a great job we had a blast filming it and I really hope that you know I have a lot of feedback saying like teachers want to use this in their classrooms and parents so I really hope it reaches a lot of people to, to provide comfort and understanding and an acceptance of just the different feelings that we experience and and how kids can manage them and that it's okay very nice okay well for everybody watching here on YouTube we're gonna play the music video now for everybody listening on the podcast enjoy the song here it is feelings by Stacy Peasley How are you feeling today? I am feeling happy today, happy today, that's okay. Lots of feelings come my way, I am feeling happy today. When I'm happy, there's a smile on my face. I may even laugh out loud, I am feeling happy today. 
And that was the music video and or the song audio for Feelings. All right. Well, it is the Halloween season. This episode will be released in October of 2022. So we're going to have a Halloween song. It's called Halloween Creatures. So tell us about this one. Oh, thank you. Yes. I mean, October for me is just one of the best times of year for music. We... There's just so many um, amazing things to sing about and write about. We have Halloween, we have apples, we have leaves, we have pumpkins. It's just never ending. And I love, as an early childhood educator, I just love writing um, curriculum-based songs that, that, that can be engaging and that can be useful. I always feel like I really want my music to be useful, useful for parents, useful for teachers. And so similarly to Dinosaur, Halloween Creatures was, was um, you know, the core purpose sort of is a movement song and how creative um creatively kids can move their bodies because what i found you know i've been working in schools and with kids for over 10 years and five days a week sometimes six seven days a week and and i do feel like i know them very well (laughs) i know what they like and i get to know what works and what doesn't and they love pretending you know pretending to be animals pretending to be dinosaurs and I'd love to try to create music that really focuses on the on those needs and wants that kids have. So I thought, okay, what moves do we love to do for Halloween? You know, creeping like a cat, flapping our wings like a bat. So I thought of the moves first. Okay, what? Um, and I like to do different types of moves. So um, like in the song, there's a witch and she's stirring her brew. The kids really love to do a move like that. Um, so we're stirring our brew, we're floating around like a ghost, we are crawling like a cat, flying like a bat. And then I kind of wanted, you know, I didn't, it's, I think it's tricky with little kids too. It's like, how scary do you make a Halloween song? You don't want to make it too scary, but then you still want to set the tone that it is Halloween and it is that time of year where this, things are a little spooky. So I ended the song with, with just like some trick or treating for fun so we can kind of bring the fun back to to Halloween and um, also have been playing this one out with my students and my kids and families for a long time and um, it's always been a lot of fun and the kids always like request it even when it's not Halloween I'll go into a school in like May and they're like can we do the Halloween song (laughs) I'm like but it's May it's not October and uh, so it's been a lot of fun so I wanted to get that out as a song that's useful also and then I am actually releasing a video for that too um, in, awesome. in um, a couple of weeks. So the new song and the video will be out soon. Great. All right. Well, let's listen to the song. Here it is. Halloween Creatures by Stacey Peasley. Black cat, black cat, creeping all around on Halloween night. Black cat. Green witch stirring up her brew on Halloween night. 
Halloween creatures. All right, Stacy, let everybody know where can they stream, buy, download your stuff, and where can they find and connect with you on social media and find your website. Thank you. So my website is www.stacypeasley.com. Um, and that can connect you to all the platforms that I'm on. You can find me under Stacy Peasley on Spotify, on Apple Music, Pandora, Bandcamp. Oh, my goodness. All the places. <laughs> YouTube, all the places that, that we listen to music these days. And then I'm also on Facebook and Instagram as the Stacy Peasley Band. And I'm a little bit on TikTok. I just yeah, started you and me, poking you and me both on that. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to a good podcast today and, and – uh, they were like, pick a platform if it's new for you, like TikTok. Just be on it. Look at it for five minutes. Put the timer off. Put the TikTok away. And then 
kind of write down what appealed to you about that and then try to take that. So I thought that was kind of fun advice. I think you have to start small. It's very overwhelming. I think yeah. all these new things we have to keep up with get a little overwhelming. Yeah, I think you kind of see what's what's trending and things like that. So I, for me, I've been trying to like mix, you know, the the music and books and stuff like that where I can, but also trying to do TikTok stuff too. And... Yes, I'm dying to do that Lizzo <laughs> dance. I haven't done it yet, but I am. I really want to. Definitely. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Well, Stacey, thank you so much for coming on the show. It has been an honor to have you on. And thank I you. will talk to you again soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. Take care.